Listen to subscribe to The Table of Truth on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. All right, welcome, folks, to an inaugural episode of TOT on Gaming. I'm your host, Cameron, and I got my co-host. Yo, what up, guys? It's Dwayne, a.k.a. LeBradford Smith. <laughs> right on, right on. Um, we just wanted to do a little separate thing from the Table of Truth normal podcast from month to month and do a gaming podcast because I think most of us in our in our group Rogue Gallery are a bunch of gamers, and we always talk about games that we're playing, games we like, this, that, and a third. And I said, hey, why not? Let's start a, a new thing and see how this goes. And here we are. We're going to talk about some games we like, games we're uh, looking forward to, and a little brief history on our gaming experience. And uh, I'm going I'm to start myself. Uh, mm-hmm. I play, play on a PS4 console. Um, been a PS4 guy since, since it came out. Started with Nintendo up to Genesis. We all wanted the Holy Grail, the Neo Geo system that no one can afford. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, and looking forward to the next gaming PS4 gaming console, the PS5. I don't like Xbox unless they come out with games that I specifically like. Um, but yeah, I'm a, I'm known in the chat as the Xbox Xbox hater. <laughs> shout out to Drew. Shout out to Ed. Shout out to Pope, who's crossing over to the dark side. Um, Wait, Ed rocks with the Xbox. I think he does. I'm not sure. Uh, uh, he's PS4. Person. Yeah, I think he's. Yeah. A, I know I played Diablo with him before, but yeah, I think he's PS4. Okay, all right. Then I, Ed, I apologize if you do play <laughs> PS4 and not Xbox. My bad. Um, I've been gaming. When did Nintendo come out? 84. <sighs> Dude, good question. Mid mid 80s, maybe yeah, maybe 84, 85. Yeah, I'd say 84, 85 when Stick Up Kids was really in the streets. <laughs> uh, yeah, so th- I've been gaming a long time. How about yourself? Yeah, pretty much around the same time. Maybe, well, I didn't own an Atari, but I do remember like going to like either some type of not my friend's house, but maybe my mom went to somebody's house and they had a kid and they had an Atari. So yeah, pretty much around that time, Atari, Nintendo in the eighties, and then just just been a gamer. I did take a little break. In the early 2000s, you know what I mean? Um, wait, wait, why is that, though? Uh, women. Makes sense. It's that, and just, like, becoming an age, like, I, just, like, I really had, like, a real childhood, whatever. I nerded out playing games. I worked at a game store, but it got to the point where, like, it, it was, like, overkill. So, like... I needed to kind of do other things and be more social. And I was kind of getting tired of games. So maybe from like 02 to, mm, I took a good decade off to be honest, man, from gaming. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, if, for those who don't know who we are, what we look like, we don't look like your typical gamers. Um, yeah. We do come from an era where we did go outside and play in the streets. We're into <laughs> other stuff. We we are a very eclectic group, but if you were to see us from afar, you would say, oh, these dudes don't look like gamers, they're not in anime, blah, blah, blah. We're geeks and nerds just like the rest of y'all. We just look a little different. Um, yeah, before, before it was cool. Like Now it's cool to be watching Marvel movies, reading comic books. Exactly. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We the OGs. Yeah, and you play PS4, right? Yeah, I own a PS4. Have you played Xbox? Are you a fan of Xbox? 
I used to I had I had an Xbox before. Um it it wasn't too bad, but most of the their I think the reason why I don't really rock with it, like their exclusives I'm not really a fan of. Like I like Gears of War, that was cool, but I think PS4 PS4's exclusives, like the God of Wars, the The Last of Us, like their <laughs> Spider Man, like those joints just make you they make you it, it, PS4, you know? It hit different. Um yeah, I remember Knights of the Round or Knights of the Republic. Excuse me, um, that was the one game that almost made me get an Xbox. Get an Xbox and Fable at the time. For, Forza. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, like it, it got me. It had it had my attention. The driving game. So. Exactly. There was one or two games on Xbox that was exclusive to Xbox that I was like, oh, maybe I should consider getting an Xbox because the biggest uh, knock on PS. Or the PlayStation console was the controller. They said they always said the Xbox controller was superior. I, I don't know. You know, maybe same um, thing to me. Like, I don't yeah, know. it's same. It's, yeah. It, it's yeah, same thing to me. Um, I played Knights of the Round Table because I was into that game. I, if I had an issue with the controller, I learned how to play with the controller, so yeah. it wasn't a big deal. Um, yeah, well, I guess we've been both gaming around the same time. We're from about the same age, so we're from the same era of gaming. I do remember Atari games myself. Um, I think it was Tank Commander, ET, <laughs> uh, Pong. You know, everybody had uh, that. Yeah. Let me ask you a question: Did you always was there a kid in your neighborhood? Was that that was the kid that had all the games and the consoles, or was that guy that you always went to his house? So let's go to such and such house to play the new game. That ended up being me because oh, of my brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, uh, my brother's a little bit older, so he started working before everybody else. And him naturally being a gamer, he would get, like, he he's the only person who I, well, he's my brother. He's the only person I know who ever bought a 3DO. And, like, we were the only Ooh. people who block with a 3DO. That was a system that was like a G. You know what I mean? Shout out to people who had the 3DO. That's a... <laughs> That's a lost in the archive system that no one really talks about, like the Jaguar system that was trying to bring Atari. Yeah, we, we had a Jaguar. You Are know, you what I mean, like, yeah, we had all those joints, yo. So we had, we didn't in the beginning stages like the Nintendo Genesis. Like, we were too young to kind of go out and buy our own stuff. Not we, my brother. But mm-hmm. then, um, as we got, I want to say the mid '90s is when like started working late '90s and pretty much had every game and every system. That there was. Oh, that's what's up. Um, but I yeah, remember. I agree. There are people around the block who you would go to and like they'll have the new game and you're like, oh. Yeah, there was a guy on my block. His name was Frank. <laughs> I walked into his house and it almost reminded me of walking into an electronics boutique for those that are old enough to remember that place. <laughs> I swear he had every Nintendo game ever imaginable. And I remember my first time seeing a Nintendo system, and my cousins had uh, Excite Bike, Doctor the the thing, Doctor Rob Gyromite, mm-hmm. and Kung Fu. And I remember, oh, I remember my Kung mom, Fu. Kung Fu classic, right? Yeah. And my mom tried to pick me up from my aunt's house, and she literally had to pry me from the like the room because I was like, I can't leave. What is this new wave? This new technology. Being a kid, I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing, and so from then on, I had a, an affinity for his ga- towards gaming. Uh, but yeah, man, um, those systems were dope. There were I remember looking at the gaming mag and seeing Neo Geo games, and it was just like, yo, this is like the cost yeah. of my tuition. It was crazy. We had, we had a Neo Geo, jeez, yo, damn. You were that guy. <laughs> yeah, I would have been at your house all day. Yeah, man. 
Um, anyway, let's get to the meat, meat and potatoes of this chat. Um, part of this chat, we wanted to talk about the games we are currently playing and games that we're looking forward to. Dwayne, tell the people what you what you're currently playing. If for those who don't know, Dwayne, Dwayne has a plethora of uh, games in his his catalog. <laughs> way um, too many, bro. Way too many. But uh, tell tell the audience audience what you're playing currently. Uh, right now, I, I kind of went back to Tom Clancy's uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. I'm I'm playing Ace Combat, um, uh, Streets of Rage, Fall Guys, uh, Divinity, Original Sin Part Two. And I and Torchlight, and I just downloaded Spider Man because I want to play to finish it. Mm-hmm. But all these games were going to be put on hold for like a month or two because Madden dropped uh, last week. But when I tell you I haven't been upset at a game in such a long time, like I literally deleted Madden off my PS4. Wow. Yeah. Is that bad? What What are some of the things that stood out to you? All right. Well, you just mentioned that we've been playing games since we were kids. So keep in mind, I've been playing Madden since the early 90s. So I've seen like the progression, like I've seen the good, I've seen the bad. And the world we live in now, like everything's about a bottom line and making money. So the Madden that to me that they're putting out, it's it's kind of like gambling or like it's like a mobile game. Like you play it and there's a there's a um a part of Madden called Ultimate Team. They call it Mutt, M-U-T. And mm-hmm. players, you could... It's, it's kind of like fantasy football meets trading cards. So, like, you could have, like, Barry Sanders on your team. Um, Joe Namath could be your quarterback. Like, it, it, it's, it's certain things, which is cool. Like, you get power-ups. But I don't play Madden for that. And I'm, like, I'm not knocking that particular uh, mode or, or ability in Madden. But I'm more of a franchise player. like. When I play Madden, I want to build my team. I want to do like a fantasy draft, get my players, and then go through a decade of that team. And last year's Madden, granted, it wasn't perfect, but there's websites and things out there where people, like you could upload your stat, I guess, as a new feature. So yeah, I'm, I'm more of a franchise player. I like to to like go through a dynasty, kind of build your team up. And I was saying that, oh, there's websites kind of like dedicated to like uploading your stats pretty much everything that madden should be doing within the game there's yeah. like out there's there's like third-party websites where i could like upload our stats from the game and you could view it like via a, a link so things like that like i be i think because mutt is a uh, madden's or ea's money maker they kind of concentrate on that so a lot of people are complaining about the franchise mode and rightfully so and this past Madden, I already knew that the franchise wasn't updated by what EA told us, but I just figured the gameplay would be a lot better. But bro, it's it's terrible, man. It's, wow. It, it's and it, 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 this is coming from a hardcore Madden player. You've been playing for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and this last Madden, Madden twenty, like it's probably the most I played Madden. Like we literally played it until last week before the new one dropped. Like mm-hmm. every week, every weekend we were playing Madden. So, so will you be playing a new one or are you just going to stick to the 20 or you just, if someone give you a free copy, you ain't going to say no. Well, I already, I bought 21 and I realized that it, it, it had too many bugs. So I, I got an early copy. I paid for the new updated one. I have like an EA play. Like, I feel like I've been bamboozled, man. Like, wait, how much did it cost? The early edition. 
So you could either get the 99 or the 79. I don't know why my dumbass got the 99 one. <sighs> wow. Yeah. yeah. So. I, wow. <laughs> the thing is, the perks. See, this this should have been a warning, though. The perks for the for either new edition is just ability to open, like, mutt cards. So That's pretty it. much, yeah. Th- there's no perks for, like, uh, franchise mode or anything like that. Like, it's... Yo, you play Madden, there's no refs. There's no halftime presentation. There's no offensive, defensive, special team coaches. There's no Lambo leap. There's no Pittsburgh Steelers, Terrible Towel, the Raiders Black Hole. There's no difference from a preseason game to a to a championship game. Like, you, there's no medical tent. There's no sideline. Like, there's so many things that, to me, in this day and age, with the technology they have, and keep in mind, some of these things were in previous Maddens. Like, I don't understand why it's not in this game. So, wait, the Lambo Leap. I remember being in a previous rendition of, I believe, Madden. Uh, all that's not in the game. Like those little nuances. Yeah. I don't even know why it says if it's in the game, it's in the game. Like, that should not be your slogan anymore. Th- that is false advertising. There's no Skycam. Like, I don't even... Like, there's so many things you could do. You could use the Skycam as a view for replays. It's not that hard to put it on the field and don't even use it. I just want to make sure, like, what I see on TV, I'm seeing in the game. Wow. I'm yeah. I'm surprised, but not surprised, because... um. I kind of went through this with 2K, NBA 2K, Sega Sports Basketball, where I feel like they're kind of doing the same thing with us. And I stopped playing in like 2K16, I think. Um, I just felt like we were just getting new sweat graphics for each player. And I'm just like, is this the selling point? And I think they made it. For me, I I believe they made the game too complicated. Like they had the move stick, which was cool. But I was like, "Eh, I don't know, man. I don't know about this. But it, it worked. But I just felt like, they were finessing us and because there isn't enough healthy competition like uh ea madden had 2k football to compete with yeah um and vice versa game what was the other one the the there was another football game too we had like sony had their own game like prime oh game day game Game day Day. there we go yeah game day because when you got hit there was lightning strikes yeah and uh that was the year brett Favre was on the the uh green bay packers and they were the team to beat, but game day ninety seven, mm-hmm. um, that that was the game, and there was a, I guess quote unquote, it wasn't a monopoly at the time as far as football games. Everybody was competitive. Two K Sega or Sega Sports changed the game when they had in two K five Terrell Owens on the cover, and they had a nineteen ninety nine price point. And Madden was like they saw the right on the wall, and they made a move to buy the the NFL PA licensing for the players, which meant that no other football game could use the the names, the real names in their game. You had these bootleg or these nice looking games with bootleg numbers. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, nah, I'm not playing this. I need the real, like, real deal. And so Madden took off. It was a smart move by Madden. Um, but I haven't played a Madden since Eddie George was on the cover. Like, legit played a hardcore like, Madden. That's like 2000, I think. 2001? Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I mean, I respect the game from afar. Uh, I watch people who do play it. Like I watch you guys play the the Twitch Super Bowl. You and Ant go back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I haven't competitively played a football game like that in since that since that last rendition of Madden with Eddie George on the cover. However, I did play the Sega Sports 2K, and then when they 
came out with the next version of it, I was like, this ain't the same. Until they come back, I think they're trying to make a comeback uh, as of this year to put yeah, their foot in the ground. Yeah, but, they, they're coming out with they have they don't have the NFL license, but they have a license from the players. Mm-hmm. So uh, EA also owns the rights to they they own the rights to making a simulation football game. No one else could do a simulation football game. But the ironic part is EA is not doing that. They introduced something called the yard, which is like kind of like NFL streets. So I'm good. I'm good on that. <laughs> yeah. Like, yo, I played it. There's no announcer. It's like, it's just, it seems like lifeless. You know what I mean? I'm just like, all right. And then the selling point with that is like, you could dress up your avatar. You could pay to get new shorts. So it's, it's all, it's all a price point for them to make money. NBA Jam set the standard for those type of games, and there hasn't been a game like that. Maybe Blitz got some buzz or whatever. NBA Streets was cool. That was an EA game. I thought those games, okay. were, those games were fun. Yeah, I just felt like it, nothing's beaten. I'm, I guess I was on my soapbox. I was like, is, is NBA Jam or nothing? I'll play NBA Jam to this day. Like, if it's only got the stick, I'll jump on. But how, was not... that, how is that not re-released? Why are the Splash Brothers, why can't I play with Anthony Davis and LeBron, like how how exactly. are they not capitalizing on that? I don't know. Um, someone needs to re- remix NBA Jam um, with the current players, and that would be awesome. You know, what oh, I'm saying? one thing I would say with sports games, like you, you said, the last one you have was NBA Two K Sixteen. I know it's not easy to bring out a sports game every year. Yeah, you know what I mean, because you have to come out with something innovative for people to be like, "All right, I'm going to spend sixty bucks on it." So Sounds like you got a proposal. What you got? I I think like how diff- gamers have like a season pass. Mm-hmm. Like I think there should be some type of like, obviously some base foundation that you buy, and then I would say every two years. So like you could just update it. It'll be like two K eighteen through nineteen or something like that, and then like when the new season is about to start, you run out either new animations. Um, yeah, new things that you added to it. Obviously, the new um, teams and all that, the new audio. Like we live in an age where you know, I think Ubisoft has spoiled me. Like I've seen what they've done with their games, with how they listen to the community, and like they're able to update their games. And like you have a season pass to like Division. Like it's it, Division, a game I never played. Part one, mm-hmm. you can speak on it. Like Division dropped, and what was it? It was decent, right? Uh, when it dropped, it was it 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 was a shitstorm of bugs. But then over it had time, potential, though, right? Yeah, it had potential. Mm-hmm. I stuck with it because I was the trailer. Obviously, anybody who plays games, you know, trailers they do what they do. They hook you. Uh, the we were lied to in the trailer. Uh, let's be, I'm gonna be honest. Um, <laughs> half the stuff we saw in the trailer did not appear in the game. However, we loved the game. It had a great story. There was a PvP aspect about it. Um, the game lacked some things in PVE. However, the developers listened um, to the best of their ability and tried to make that game better each year with patch updates. Some patches were, had broken mechanics and some were just good. And then some people were complaining and they nerfed a lot of things, but they learned, they tried to build a better uh, game. And over time, when they came out with the Division 2, they made it for the casual player, the person that played the campaign mode and gave them more uh, meat. To, and potatoes in the game, but it kind of took away from the PvP aspect of it, and so those hardcore players from part from the first one kind of just stepped back and was like, "This game isn't for me anymore," which is understandable. But like, 
a lot of the people in our in our circle of friends who game that didn't play the division one as hardcore as I did came to the division two and are playing it much more than I am playing. Um, which goes to say that they kind of changed the game. But to your original point, yes, they listened, they they evolved the game, and it got better over time. Some people that quit the game came back to play the game again and was like, okay, it's not that bad. Um, you told me For Honor was like this. I, I have bad feelings about For Honor. Maybe I need, I still have the game. It's in my house. But uh, maybe I'll pop it back in and see what's up. But yeah. those, those type of games, if the developers listen and the gaming community is putting out a good – information and, and feedback then you can improve in the game i'm still waiting on <coughs> anthem <coughs> to get its <laughs> thing together um but that's another uh pot, pot for another day but yes I, I agree i always thought sports games um shouldn't come out every year because i'm like how how can you improve on it like it's like unless it's a vast improvement yeah like just put more animations put the rookies because back in the day when we had to put the player up like we want the college players and we had the old game you could go online, put your, uh, uh, I guess, USB drive, and save the new roster that was updated on the Sega Sports site, and then plug that into your PS3 uh, at the time, and then get the new rosters. But now it's like, you know, you, you're a PlayStation subscriber, you get the automatic update, um, or oh, yeah. whatever. Yeah, it, people make their custom updates, and you could download yeah, it. you could so. download it. So that was the way we did it back in the day. But yeah, I agree. It, it should be like a every other year, every two year thing where like it just uploads the new players, the new logos, the new moves or whatever, and and kind of tweak it without having a person having to spend every year fifty nine ninety nine on a game because that was me. I used to buy the game every year, and I'm just like, this doesn't make any sense. And so you know, I would buy it. Like I remember when two K had the the Jordan challenge, and Jordan was in the game. That was a big deal. That's a big change. Uh, I'm a Laker fan. Kobe's on the cover, and we had Dwight Howard and Steve Nash. That was a big deal, even though we played terrible. But you know, saying it has to make have some type of pull for me to just drop my money because I started getting wise. I was like, they ain't really doing yeah. crazy. It's just sweat on socks. And the selling point is, oh, you can play with the new rookie. I mean, when they had the uh, reveal for the new 2K20, it was just Zion dunking. 21, excuse me. And then, uh, and I was like, that's it. Y'all not gonna show no gameplay? Just <laughs> okay. So here we are. But I'm surprised to hear Madden has kind of dropped the ball. But I kind of felt like that. I was like, yo, Madden is, they can do whatever they want right now because they, they, they're the ones and people are just gonna blindly buy it. But yep. because it's the, it's the only game out, it's the only quality football game out. So I'm just surprised that it's, it's been getting bad reviews. I haven't heard this many bad reviews about a sports game since the NBA Live tried to come out, and that was bootleg. Yeah, and that, that's that I'm, I'm getting flashbacks to that because I'm like, yo, this this could make or break not EA, but like this the NFL they're listening. You know what I mean? Like the NFL they they don't want their their property or their shield to to look damaged, so they might be like, yo, what the hell's going on, EA? Like why 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 are you getting these bad reviews? So yeah, they, they got to step it up, man. Uh, yeah, they, they they still got soccer. Um, I don't know about the hockey game, baseball. I mean, those type of games, I'm kind of like whatever. I think baseball is – I think Sony owns okay. the MLB games. MLB, yeah. I don't know what the, like, hot baseball, hockey – like, I do want to get back into a hockey game because I used to play uh, NHL 94. The hockey by EA is actually – they have a good franchise mode. Like it, I think yeah. – NHL 94 is the greatest sports game ever made, in my opinion. And I'm not even a hockey guy, but I, when I bought that game, that was the game. Um, but yeah, yeah fun. 
I'll, maybe I'll make a comeback. If 2K comes back to football, maybe I'll make my return. Um, what I was going to say, is there any games that you're looking forward to playing that's not out yet? Um, Not yet. Madden pretty much just ruined my... I'm just waiting for the PS5, to be honest, kind of seeing what they're going to roll out. But um, obviously, Cyberpunk's on the list, but... Mm-hmm. Preach. <laughs> Preach. I'm, more, I'm more hyped for what they what, what's going to be released with the next... I guess hardware. Next gen consoles for yeah. sure. Um, let's see, what have what have I been playing? Um I mean I played God of War when it came out, but that was like a year or two ago. Uh yeah. damn, like two years ago, yeah. Two years ago. Um Spider Man I was playing. I still need to finish that. Um I was playing near uh, automata or near automata, however you want to pronounce it. Um I played Ghost of Tsushima, awesome game, very very beautiful looking game. Um, I was playing some Metal Gear. Um, currently, I I just finished Ghost of Tsushima, and I'm playing right now. Is the I'm in the in between phase of like waiting on my Cyberpunk 27, 2077 well, to come when out. Is, when is that dropping? Uh, I cannot tell you off the hand, but I think it's dropping this year. I yeah. want to say November. Okay. Uh, I don't quote me on that. Um, Richter, if he if he's hearing this, he's probably gonna curse me out for not knowing. November um, November nineteenth. November nineteenth. Okay. Yeah. So right now I'm playing Fall Guys uh, and Rogue Company, which is another game that's in. I think it may be out today, free. So for those who couldn't get beta access, go to Epic Games or go into the PlayStation Store, see if there's a free version of Rogue Company, and that's kind of like Fortnite meets Division, um, third person. Uh, counter-strike type of game you know if that makes any sense and fall guys is just a fun i don't know how to explain fall guys it's party game like mm-hmm. uh think mario kart crawl meets a wii game i don't know i don't know how to explain it. it's just a fun little game with a bunch of little challenges and it's not anything serious it's the type of game that you can kind of chat and not pay too much attention but you're trying to win and it's 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 fun, it's competitive, but it can also be frustrating, but not to the point where you're like, man, I really want to beat this. It's just like, oh, I lost, whatever. We'll just wait to the next <laughs> round. Um, yeah, so there's I'm, not many games that make casual and competitive players come together. So, like, you could be a person who never plays games, and you'd be like, yo, this is actually fun. So I, it, it has that perfect balance where it gets both attentions, you know? Exactly, exactly. So those games have been keeping me busy till Cyberpunk 2020. 77 comes out and then i'm going dark like uh <laughs> baby's gonna be crying you be like oh what i can't well, no, i'm gonna be I playing vampire hours when that game comes out <laughs> uh but ghost of shima was the last game i played and, and i think i completed that 100 percent because it was just a really good oh red dead i forgot yeah we 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 had a running joke in our chat we need to stop chasing uh pelts and just beat the game and i finally completed that game beautiful game um wasn't my favorite game, but it was well worth my money. And there's still things I still haven't discovered in that game, but the game is completed. Beautiful storyline. Um, I have my issues with it, but it's nitpicking at this point because I can have my nit- uh, issues with Ghost of Tsushima as well on a different aspect, but I still enjoy the game. It still didn't deter me from playing it. Um, I was going to say, any favorite games from your past? That Any system that you like to remember fondly of? Um, good question. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of a game that's like not. I think Diablo with you guys. <laughs> like, 
Oh yeah, like Diablo and um Left for Dead. Like we had a lot of fun with those games. Like Left for Dead was um like a horror. <laughs> it's pretty much a horror game and you have to survive and you play with three of your friends, so it's four of you guys. And there's different modes. Like you go through the game together. It's kind of like if you were playing Division, but a horror-based game. But that, I love that game, yo. But yeah, Diablo was an amazing time as well. That's what's up. Um, I think my game, there's, I think there's two, maybe three. Um, from the old Super Nintendo, Secret of Mana. That was one of my favorite games. Yeah, that's a classic. It, it, it's a toss-up between Secret, Secret of Mana and Chrono Trigger, one of my all-time favorite games. God of War. Um, the most recent rendition of God of War was amazing on a multitude of levels. Um, and more recently, near Automata, that was a game that I didn't think too highly of, didn't look like much until I played it. And it's a much deeper game than what it appears to be. And it made me go back and look into the lore of that game to understand the world of the game that I was currently playing. Um, beautiful game, beautiful storyline. Multi, it's just levels to that game. I highly recommend it to anybody that ha- does not have a game to play and has some downtime. It's not a hard game to play. I think it should be super cheap, but don't. The the one thing I can tell you guys, if you do complete the game, keep playing the game. That's all I can say. <laughs> like, just keep playing the game. There's levels to that game. Um, to see the real beauty of that game, you have to beat it more than once. Um, but yeah, yeah, those are the games that I, I, I look finally back on back in my gaming history that I'm like, yo, those are games that I'm like recommend, even though they're out of date, I would say those are games worth playing. Yeah, I think another game that stuck with me was uh Xenogears, the first oh, one. Yeah. Yes. Like, I, I really love that game. It it the storyline was amazing and it just it just makes you question things. Like you you kind of like you fall for the characters. Um, that was that was a great game. And there was another game for the PS2 made by Konami called um, Atari Brothers. No, no. It was called uh, Shadow of Destiny, or I think in Japan it was called Shadow of Memories. Okay. And the game, you literally die throughout the game, but then you have to backtrack and like stop yourself from getting killed. So it's like a tra- a time travel game, kind of like backwards, kind of like a memento, like the movie. I feel like they have a movie coming out that's like that with uh, Denzel Washington's kid. Tenet? <laughs> it's already out, bro. It is? Yeah. Tenet's out? <laughs> yeah. It came out, I think, two weeks ago in the theaters. We're going to talk offline about that, but... <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. The cool thing with that game is like no one has the same ending. So like, I remember Anthony used to come to my house and play the game, and he beat it before me. I'm like, bro, why are you in my apartment and why are you beating my games before me? <laughs> so, like, wearing your clothes before you even warm. Word. I'm like, yo, man, like who ate my food? But um, so he beat it, and then like when I played it, he was like, yo, I didn't get that ending. So like, it, it games like that, like they kind of. They kind of stick with you, you know what I mean? Like it's it's not it's not super popular, and at the same time, it kind of like like the game you mentioned, the one made by SquareSoft, Secret of Mana or Chrono Trigger. No, the other one, the um, Atom, uh, 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 near. Oh, near Automata. Yeah, yeah. 
it's it's like games like that where they're not super popular, but you you have like some type of connection to it, you know? Yeah, it yeah, it's 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 weird. You'd have to play it and it's one of those games that's like, dude, this game is way deeper than what I thought, and it was very enjoyable, even to the very, very end. Um, the more and more I played it, the more and more in depth it was and, and I got into it just that much and I enjoyed it. It was a very, very well laid out game. Um, I forgot the name of the the uh, creator of that game. He's a yeah. he wears a mask, so he's one of those eclectic cats. But like the more like you he read about always him, wears a mask. Like- yeah, like in his interviews, he's a strange cat. I can't think of his name. Uh, it it forgets. Um, I can't forget. Yeah, it's just one of those dudes. He he wears a mask in his interviews. He's kind of like the MF Doom of game creators. <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, those, those games are the ones that I I think of back on fondly and speak highly of. So with that, I think we're going to wrap it up for our first rendition of TOT gaming chat. Um, I'm your host, Cameron, AKA Hotep Vegeta and my co-host. What up Dwayne? Yo, uh, real quick. I just want to say if you guys haven't checked out high score on Netflix, since we're talking about video games, like it's, it's pretty cool that. It's I think it's about six episodes and it kind of starts with the beginning of the game and it goes to like 3D graphics and like how games have changed throughout the years. But I hope they make a season two, but it was a, it was a great series. Definitely. We'll check out score on Netflix. All right. And that's a wrap, folks. We are out.